moving is almost never permanent. I've lived in Washington, D.C. I've lived in Virginia. I've lived in Chicago. I've lived in Hawaii. I've lived in South Carolina. I've gotten around quite a bit and I didn't necessarily feel compelled or that I needed to, to stay in one place for any extended period of time. There's a lot of things that are great about where I live, but there's things that I think I'm ready to begin changing. I also have felt a little bit stuck for some time. I think that this is something that I'm really excited to do. Some people might ask, Ken, why did you decide that this is the right time? When, when you make it easy for yourself to create or work or do any of these things, I find that it really does pay dividends. And those are things that I'm really excited about. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ken's Nearest Neighbors, the podcast where I bring in fascinating people from my world, talk about life, data science, sports analytics, content creation, and much, much more. I'm your host, Ken G. If you haven't already, we'd greatly appreciate it if you gave us a rating and followed the show. It helps us to continue to bring in incredible guests. This episode of Ken's Nearest Neighbors is powered by Z by HP. HP's high compute workstation grade line of products and solutions. It's also brought to you by Aporia. So I'm doing a little impromptu coffee chat conversation for this episode of Ken's Nearest Neighbors. I did record a episode with Tina although unfortunately the audio quality was so poor that we had to scrap it. So I thought it would be interesting just to do a little catch up. I haven't done something like this in a while and I'm going through some pretty big life changes, which are interesting. And I would hope that uh, my perspective on some of the things that I'm changing might be useful to other people who are going through something similar. So a big change for me coming up is that in March, I'll be moving from Hawaii to Austin, Texas. So geographically, that is quite far. I think it's maybe a 10-hour flight, quite different from where I live now in terms of weather, in terms of people, in terms of quite a lot of things. And I thought it would be interesting for me to talk about my decision-making process around that, why someone might want to shift geographic locations, what that might mean for my career, for this content, anything that I do. And this also is maybe not just for everyone else. It's also for me to sort of go through my own reasoning process and figure out if I'm making a good decision or not. Obviously, I'm still in my current office, but to me, it seems like there's a lot of things that are great about where I live, but there's things that I think I'm ready to begin changing. So I had been talking with my girlfriend. Again, our goal is to move in March of this year. And to me, it seems like Hawaii has been awesome for, you know, I've been living here, I think, four and a half years since since the pandemic. But it also has felt like it wasn't necessarily real life. It's very nice to live where I do. The weather's incredible, a lot of these things. But I also have felt a little bit stuck for some time. I'm not around necessarily the same type of people that I'd be around in a larger city. Everyone here is incredibly nice, but also the types of conversations that I have around technology, around content, around entrepreneurship aren't necessarily the same that I as the ones that I have when I travel to New York or when I travel to San Francisco or when I travel to Chicago or when I travel to Austin, Texas, or, or even when I do some of these meetups. So for me, a, a huge component of deciding to move is understanding the community you're going into, being around 
like-minded people or just around people that are happy to push you in the ways that you'd like to be pushed. So I felt that I've personally stagnated a little bit here and I'm excited to maybe go somewhere where there's a more vibrant entrepreneurial energy where I might be motivated and, and changing your scenario and your surroundings can be something that really does that. I've also, as you might know, not been producing as much content this year. S something that I've been doing a lot more for work is traveling. I mean, I went to Italy four times in the last calendar year from Hawaii. And admittedly, that's been taking quite a bit out of me. I really like traveling. I like going around, but traveling from Hawaii is relatively unsustainable for my physical health as well as some of my mental health. I, I don't think humans were meant to be on a plane for, for that, that amount of time. And so uh, I think that that's another another reason I would really like to, to have a change of pace. Uh, I was listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast a while ago, and he was, you know, to the earlier point, he was talking about how where we live has such a disproportionate impact on our overall success. The amount of connections we have, the amount of opportunities we have, the the serendipity that happens just from being in a place. And to me, the Austin is a very good city for the type of serendipity that, that I would like to create. There's a lot of people doing content. There's a lot of people who are entrepreneurial. There's a lot of people who are moving around and excited about doing a lot of the same things that I am. And I would love to be able to be more a part of that. Uh, people have looked at me like I'm quite crazy that I'm moving away from Hawaii, but I also think it's important to maybe hedge some of the bets. I mean, my, my family still lives in Hawaii. I can always visit. I can come back. There's a direct flight from Hawaii to Austin. And those are things that I considered as well as, you know, moving. Is that permanent? How long am I going to be there? And something I've realized over time is that moving is almost never permanent. I've lived in Washington, D.C. I've lived in Virginia. I've lived in Chicago. I've lived in Hawaii. I've lived in South Carolina. I've gotten around quite a bit and I didn't necessarily feel compelled or that I needed to, to stay in one place for any extended period of time. So I apologize if this is a little bit more stream of consciousness than, than we're normally used to, but I think that this is something that I'm really excited to do. And I, I also think that maybe most people don't spend as much time thinking about where they'd want to live or what would be best for them where they live. I know so many of my friends, for example, from high school that are still in the same town that we grew up, even though it might not be the best place for where they want to pursue their careers or their specific interests. It's a thing out of convenience that we're scared to to go beyond. And I've been really fortunate in my life that I've been able to travel and and move and live in many different places. And I've realized how impactful that is when you get to change locations. Something that is maybe one of my favorite things about going to a new place is that wherever you go, you can choose to reinvent yourself. You can take all the things that you like about the person you were, let's say in Hawaii, and I can keep those, but I can leave all the things, the bad habits, all of the stuff that I didn't love about the person who I was in Hawaii in in Hawaii. And I don't have to, I, I can make that change immediately. I can just go and I can be a different person. And that's something I've done every move that I've had, which I think is pretty neat. And that's one of the reasons why I think I've developed into who I am today is because I was able to take the things that I liked from all these places and 
and leave the things behind. I mean, here in Hawaii, I think I became a little apathetic with my work. I used to be someone that was very detailed, very organized, and I haven't seen that in myself here. You look at my messy desk, all these different things around me, and that's something I definitely want to leave behind. I also have benefited in many ways. I think when I'm in Hawaii, I'm a lot more maybe Zen. I, I have, I've spent a lot of time outside. I've been able to be very introspective and, and think about who I am. And that's something I want to take moving forward to, to anywhere that I go. So I, I don't know if anyone else is in one of those scenarios or they, they feel something similar by, by moving, they can sort of go through a metamorphosis. But to me, this is something that I thought was cool and, and interesting to think about, but also something I wanted to share with other people if they might have a, a, a similar experience. Uh, you know, in terms of, of content, uh, the, the, the podcast and these types of things, I really do, it might not seem like it because I haven't been as consistent as, as I have been in the past, but I really would like to double down on podcasting. This is something I inherently enjoy. It's something that I, I really love to do. And I think being around other people who are doing something similar might really improve the quality and the and the thought that I bring to to any podcast that I do. So I, I'm just very excited for the for the prospect of learning from other people, and that's something that I haven't been able to do as much as I would have liked. You know, I, I do have standing calls with a lot of my friends in the YouTube space, and and, and some of them in the podcast space, but. To me, this is such a cool opportunity to be able to learn from other people, to to make connections, and to to really thrive in a new domain that I, I'm exceedingly ready for. And some people might ask, Ken, why did you decide that this is the right time, you know, five six months from now? And to be honest, I didn't make that decision. My my girlfriend decided that that was what worked for her. But to me, it you know you don't necessarily need uh, you can create reasons to to create artificial deadlines. And this is something I've been thinking about for a while, but now that everything's aligned, it seems like it's okay to pull the trigger. Let's take a second to hear from one of our amazing sponsors that supports the show. Ever wonder how to keep your AI models not just smart, but responsible and effective? That's why I partnered with Aporia. Their AI performance platform offers full-scale observability and real-time AI guardrails. Trust me, if you're in the data science field, Aporia's got your back. Don't miss out. Check them out at aporia.com. This episode of Kenzeris Neighbors is brought to you by Z by HP. HP's high compute, workstation-grade line of products and solutions. Z is specifically made for high-performance data science solutions, and I personally use the ZBook Studio and the Z8 workstation. I really love that the Z workstations can come standard with Linux or WSL2, and they can be configured with the Data Science Software Stack Manager. With the Software Stack Manager, you can get right to the work of doing data science on day one without the overhead of having to completely reconfigure your new machine. Now back to our show. I've been listening. I probably mentioned the Founders Podcast in the last four episodes of Ken's Nearest Neighbors, but I, I've really enjoyed listening to that podcast. And Charlie, Mo David Senra is a big fan of Charlie Munger. And Charlie Munger says this thing where essentially he is very diligent he is moves really slow while collecting information. He's very patient. And then when it's time to act, he acts immediately and being patient and also having the ability to act quickly, I think is a, is a virtue and is something that 
is a, a very powerful skill to develop. And hopefully I'm ready to act now and be able to, to, to build on that. I've been thinking and, and sitting and plotting and, and evaluating how this will play out. And now I feel like it's time to act and I'm ready to do that with, with conviction and, and, and really go and try to, to dig in in somewhere, somewhere else. Uh, I will also say that something that I've learned about myself over the last four years living in Hawaii is that control over my own domain is very important to me. My living space, my ability to organize it exactly how I want is something that is very heavily tied to my overall output productivity and mental health. And since I've been living in Hawaii, cost of living is very high. I haven't been able to live in an apartment that I felt I could make my own. For a time here, I was living at my parents' retirement home, and I wasn't able to build the exact environment that I thought would create the most success for podcasting or content or any of the work that I was doing. Of course, I built spaces that I like. I mean, I actually built that green wall and those types of things back there. But moving to an area where we can afford dramatically more space is something that I think will have a really outsized impact on my ability to create and my creative drive and my overall motivation. Uh, something that it might not be obvious here, but the office I'm in does not have air conditioning and I am just sweating. In my last five videos, I've been sweating profusely over and over again. And I don't think that's necessarily a good look. So, um, uh, you know, when, when you make it easy for yourself to create or work or do any of these things, I find that it really does pay dividends. And those are things that I'm really excited about. Again, this might be a, uh, vlog or <laughs> uh, maybe a journaling experience for me, but I always think it's fun to articulate and understand some of the major life decisions that we that we all go through. You know, in that spirit, I would love to hear what major life decisions any of you are going through in the comments. I'm always interested to learn those, and it could make for a pretty good episode if if you're going through through change. You know, I, I don't think that. Me deciding to move is any different from me deciding on which job opportunity I should take or any of those types of things. There has to be uh, pluses and minuses uh, of those things, and there has to be reasons that you approach any of these things. Starting a new job, just like me moving to a new location, is a great opportunity to go ahead and make the changes you want. You can bring whatever you your, your best new person to that job and leave the things you didn't like about yourself behind. So any of these transition points, I think are an opportunity to really learn and to develop and to, and to grow. And I'm really trying to use that. I'm also, you know, focusing and, and changing a little bit my view of the new domain of data. I'll, I'll be honest. I think over the last you know, a couple of years, I haven't been as excited, not a couple of years, the last maybe year or so, I haven't been as excited about making the same type of data science content, the how to get a job, how to learn the field, because I really think that I've said almost all I could say about that. One thing I love about this podcast is that I get to learn from talking to people. I don't have to produce the content. I, I get to actually learn myself. And when I'm making videos, I don't feel as much like I'm truly learning as I did earlier in my career. And so I think you'll start to see some different content for me. I'm 
I'm interested in exploring and, and trying a bunch of stuff. And I, I don't really know what that looks like. It, it might mean that I take a little bit of a break from YouTube. I, I don't foresee taking a break from, from this podcast at all, but I think it's important for me to try to find myself a little bit on that front and figure out what I'm excited about making. You know, I, I've never done any of the content that I produce for, I mean, it's nice that I do get a, some financial return from those things, but it's always been more a pursuit of passion and because I feel like I'm creating value and I'd like to figure out different ways that I can create value over time that are maybe more aligned with my own personal interests. So I think you can also see perhaps an evolution in the content that I produce, perhaps an evolution of collaborations and different people in my videos. I mean, something that I would love to have every single time for the Kensington's Neighbors podcast would be live guests. I love speaking with people in person. I've seen in the analytics that live guests are significantly more watched. And that to me would be a dream come true if I have, uh, I'm in a hub where I can get such interesting people that are traveling through or, or live near me uh, in into a room with me and, and to be able to grow those connections. I, I don't think people realize how valuable this podcast has been for me personally in terms of creating rich personal relationships and friends and being able to have a sounding board for anything that I do. I feel like moving to a place where I can do that more in person has an exponential benefit effect of just that of meeting people of being able to be around and, and socialize and have conversations that aren't so targeted as a zoom call. You know, something I've realized is if I have a scheduled call, let's say I have one with Luke every month, we're only talking for an hour. We, we sort of plan and figure out what we want to talk about. And we, we talk about those things. It, it does sort of ramble on, but if you're around your friends for hours a week, rather than a, setting a specific time to, to talk, you get a lot more out of that. You get these weird random conversations that you wouldn't have thought about before the conversations, the thoughts, they just go into these weird directions. And I think that that's where a lot of magic in terms of entrepreneurial spirit ideas happens. And to me, that's something I would love to create more of. And it's not that I don't have friends out here. I have a lot of friends that I play golf with, that I do jujitsu with that are a little bit, and some that are, for example, my girlfriend's friends, but I don't have any that I think share the same values professionally as well as the same interests, again, in entrepreneurship and, and content. And I'm very excited to be able to have more uh, informal interactions with people like that. So again, maybe this is just me rambling on and, and talking about what I'm planning to do. But I think me talking about decisions in my life, me talking about what I enjoy doing and what I'm looking forward to could inevitably hopefully help someone else think about what they're doing right now. I mean, it sucks to feel stuck. It sucks to feel like you're not motivated or any of those types of things, but there's a lot of levers you can pull, especially moving physically to another location that might have more of the things that you want. So I'm optimistic. I'm ex expecting an exponential growth in all of the things that I care about when I make this transition. Uh, I'll be sad to go, but I'm always more of a, a future 
uh, optimist than I am someone that reminisces on the past. So uh, a little bit uh, offbeat, a little bit different. We'll be back next week with a normal guest, but I wanted to share some experience, catch up a little bit and just share that things are changing, hopefully in a good way. Until next time, good luck on your data science journey. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Ken's Nearest Neighbors. Many of you have been asking about how you can support the show, and we're extremely grateful for all the engagement so far. The best way that you can show your support is to subscribe to both the Ken's Nearest Neighbors and the Ken's Nearest Neighbors Clips YouTube channels. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, giving us a rating and sharing any of the episodes with someone that you believe might find the content useful is also greatly appreciated. The Ken's Nearest Neighbors podcast is hosted by me, Ken G, produced by Bobby Hicks, and is edited by Mario Paul and Tony Pellaridi.